Welcome back to the Max Out Show, my friends. In this video, I'm going to share with you five key ideas, practices, questions, and tools that help you elevate and supercharge your mental toughness, your resilience, and your ability to stay strong in the face of adversity. Now, why is that important? Well, if you've seen the Rocky movies, in one of the movies, there's this great scene where Rocky Balboa, this fantastic boxer, talks to his son, who's kind of low and depressed and, and really down on life in that moment. He blames Rocky for not really moving ahead in his life. And so in that scene, Rocky gets in his face and he says, you know, in life, we all get knocked down. Life will inevitably kick you in your teeth. And if you let it, it will knock you down. It will knock you out. The only way to prevent that, the only way to get back up again, is if you practice getting knocked down and staying strong. If you practice getting back up again over and over and over again. The reality is that life inevitably brings some setbacks and pain and frustration and anger and frustration in our lives. And if we don't prepare for that in advance, what's going to happen is we snap and we break and we give up. Life will kick us in our teeth, whether it's you know losing our job or whether it's having our dream shattered to pieces right in front of us, whether it's getting sick or injured when you were about to perform, or whether it's, God forbid, losing a family member or friend. The reality is that life inevitably is full of setbacks and challenges. And so if we don't learn to embrace them and handle them in advance, what's going to happen is we get attacked by them and we fall down on our face and we stay there. And so what we want to do is we want to practice in advance how to deal with pain, how to deal with suffering, how to deal with anxiety and frustration, so that in that moment when life knocks us in our teeth, we are able to get back up and get back on the game and stay strong. There's this old warrior creed or ethos that says, the more you sweat and practice, the less you bleed in war. That's really the mentality we all want to use in our lives is the more we sweat on a daily life, the more we sweat on those random Thursday afternoons when all we want to do is quit, but we stay strong, the more we're going to grow in mental toughness and strengths and capacities, and the less we're going to bleed in war or that moment where we get to a breaking point where something goes sideways and things really get off track and all we want to do is quit in that moment. If we've practiced it every single day, staying strong and staying tough, then in that moment when we truly want to quit, we're going to find another gear. We're going to have the ability to keep going. And so really central to this is this idea of the breaking point, the moment where you're back against the wall and you don't know if you can go any further. It's the most you've ever gotten to. Whether it's physical, you're at the edge of your limitations. You're in the middle of the marathon. You just don't think you can go another step or with it mentally, you think, you know, you can't keep going with this. The pain of life is just too hard. You know, there's been too many obstacles in your way of chasing goals. Whatever it is, if we can find the breaking points in our lives and move beyond them, that's going to build true confidence and true momentum and true self-respect in our lives. And so the reality is that this is important both for those huge obstacles in our lives but also the goals that we set for ourselves. Like I mentioned, if you're in the middle of the marathon, it's super important to be able to find that breaking point and move beyond that. If you're, you know, a student, ask yourself, 
What is that breaking point for me, right? How many hours can I study? What is my ideal day there? And how can I elevate that? And so the first question here, the first tool I want to share with you already is this question of what is my breaking point? You want to define exactly what that point is at which you usually give up. What is that point on your run where you usually say, I can't do anymore? Is it 10K? Is it 15K? Is it 20K? What is that point in your study time? How much can you do before you say, ah, oh, enough is enough for day day? How much in your relationships, how much do you usually push and strive and try to love other people before you say, oh, that's enough today. I've done enough. How much in your business? How much do you go and how much do you hustle? How much phone calls do you make? How many people do you try to serve and improve their lives before you say, oh, that's enough? Because in order to improve our breaking point, we first need to find our A game. We need, first need to define exactly what it is that leaves us at our fingertips, that stops us. And so we need to define that breaking point. And once we've defined our breaking point, question number two is what does my self-talk look like in that moment? So in that moment when I'm about to give up, when I know inevitably every single day again, 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 I give up at this point, ask yourself, what is my self-talk like in that moment? What do I say to myself? Am I saying I'm too tired, I'm too exhausted, I've done enough, I've served enough, I've, I deserve a break, I deserve to rest, other people aren't doing much either. What does your self-talk look like in that moment? And if you can find those negative things, if you can find those negative statements that you're saying to yourself, and then find the opposite, find something positive to replace them with, and then you can start practicing that. So what does it look like? Well, if you're in the middle of your run and you say, oh, I'm just too exhausted, I'm tired, I'm not feeling it. What is the positive self-talk that you could create that will help you keep going just a little bit more? I'm strong, I'm feeling good, I'm going to grow from this, I'm going to get better from this, I can do this, I've done this before. So you start to think about the positive self-talk that you can create deliberately in your life that will allow you to stay strong and stay tough just a little bit further, just a little bit longer. So that's the second one. Just define what your self-talk looks like at that breaking point and change it to something more empowering and more positive. And that really is just a practice of every day trying, trying, trying and getting a little bit better at it. Question number three is why did I start in the first place? It is so easy when we're in the midst of pain and suffering and frustration to get completely lost and overwhelmed and forget about why we actually started in the first place. Why did I start this stream? Where did it come from? Why did I set this goal and write it down in the first place, whether weeks ago, months ago, years ago? Why did I get started? It's so easy to get overwhelmed in that moment with all the pain and the setbacks and just focus on how difficult it is. But in that moment, we really want to bring back our focus and our attention to the moment when we first fell in love with this goal and this dream, to our childish love affair with running or you know, serving, making people happier, to that moment when we first fell in love with that project or a person and we're like, I really want to make this happen. And if in those moments of pain and suffering, you can start to bring your focus back to that moment. You can start focusing again on why you wanted to go in the first place. Why do you start this? If you can do that, then you're going to get this rush of adrenaline, dopamine, motivation and energy again. And you're going to feel electrified again because you're again focused on that intrinsic motivation of why you started in the first place. 
If you can let go of the external results and of your external motives, and you just start focusing on within, you just start focusing on the joy that you get from pursuing your dreams. If you can start focusing again on the joy you get from serving other people, from making progress, from staying strong in that moment, if you start focusing again on that inner childish joy and ecstasy and excitement that you got when you first started, if you can do that, you're going to find your why. You're going to find a reason to keep fighting, even if all you want to do is quit, even if your body and your brain are just telling you to finally give up. And so that's really the key idea here is find your why. The fourth key here is find a whom. Whom am I fighting for? There's people in your life probably that you don't want to let down, that you want to inspire, that you want to, you know, keep fighting for, uh, whether it's your family, you know, maybe you have two kids that you really got to show up for, that you've got to make the money for in order to provide for them. Maybe you have, you know, a spouse that you really want to, you know, inspire. Maybe you have a coach that you could never let down, where if the coach says, hey, you got to do this, you're going to do it. You know, if Mother Teresa once said, people won't act for the many, but they will act for the one. So what is that one person in your life that you absolutely cannot let down? And for each area of your life, that may be different people. Maybe for athletic skills, for your you know, fitness and health, you have a coach that you can't let down. Now, if your coach says, you know, show up here and see me at 6 a.m. tomorrow, then no matter how cold it is, no matter how much it rains or snows, you're going to show up because you're never going to let your coach down. If you want to show up for your kids, then focus on that. You know, focus on how you're going to inspire them by showing up, by you know, showing how strong you are, how resilient you are, even those moments when life tests you and knocks you in your teeth. And so make a list of those people that inspire you to stay strong. And the realities on top of that list should be your own name. One of the key practices of people that have the most self-confidence and most self-respect is they never let themselves down. The reality is that self-respect and confidence comes from keeping our commitments, not just to other people, but most importantly to ourselves. And so what are some commitments that you can keep to yourself? You should be on top of that list of the people you never want to let down because you more, you can keep commitments to yourself. The more you say, often you say, I'm going to do this, and then you actually go and do it, the more you're going to build confidence and self-control and agency and a sense of self-respect that yes, I truly matter. And when I say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. So write that list of people that you can never let down, that in the midst of suffering and pain, you're going to focus and you're going to think about, no, I can't stop now. I can't give up now because they want me to keep going. I need to inspire them. I need to keep going for them. So that's question number four. And then question number five is simply this. How much further can I go? Every single day, we have this opportunity to get a little bit stronger. The reality is none of this happens in an instant. It won't happen overnight. But if you keep doing this every single day, then inch by inch by inch, you're going to transform into a different and stronger and better version of yourself than you've ever been before. So as an example right now, I'm on day five, the last day of my water fast. It's been um, almost 110 hours at this point. I've got like... 14, 15 hours left of, you know, not eating anything, just drinking water. And, you know, it's been the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. 
I know there's a lot of you know health benefits to it, but the only reason I really did it was as a mental challenge to see how far I can actually go, how far can I go against my breaking point and then go on beyond that which I've done before in the past. And so I really wanted to see this as a mental challenge. And the only way, frankly, that I could pull this, pull through this whole time was because I practiced in advance hundreds and thousands of times how to deal with pain and how to deal with suffering and stay strong. I practiced these mental techniques that I share with you here hundreds and thousands of times before, whether it's on a lonely and, coldly, lonely and cold run out in the winter, whether it's taking cold showers every single morning, whether it's practicing fasting in advance, whether it's trying to just push a little bit more in my study or my, my work, whatever it is, the more you can start practicing these, these little moments of, I'm going to see how much further I can go today, just how much can I test my limits today? And if you ask yourself that question every single day, you pick an area of your life, and it doesn't matter which one. And you just ask yourself, how can I push myself there today? You know, don't wait for a month from now. Don't wait for a year from now. And most importantly, don't wait for tragedy to hit you. Don't wait for life to knock you down to try to build yourself again. But every single day, if you can build that resilience and that mental toughness in advance, then just like the warriors, by sweating and practice, more than anybody else, you're going to bleed less in war. You're going to suffer less when the inevitable challenges of life hit you. And that is my wish for all of you guys. That you really start deliberately building that mental toughness and strength now. So that in the future, when life will knock you down, in the future, when your, light, or when your goals are about to be shattered right in front of your eyes, then that moment you can find another gear. You can stay strong for yourself, for your family, and for your dreams. And so with that being said, guys, let me know in the comments, what are some ways that you can start pushing yourself more? What are some areas of your life that you need to find that breaking point and test it and push beyond that? Because what we're going to find is that over and over and over again, the brain breaks before our body does. Our brain is designed to keep us in our comfort zone. It's designed to keep us small and keep us stuck. And so the more you can break out of that, what you're going to find is that the limits you've placed upon yourself are nothing more but mental. They're nothing more than belief systems that you've created over time. But if you, once you break through that, once you get outside of that circle, you get outside of that and you get better than that, what you're going to find is there's always another level. There's always another level to your life. And the more you seek out those levels, the more joy, the more excitement, the more resilience, the more mental toughness, and ultimately the more fulfillment you're going to get in your life.